This podcast is an unedited excerpt from an MCLE program presented at MCLE's Conference Center in Boston, Massachusetts. Get 24-7 instant access to over 150 practice development e-lectures and more with a subscription to the MCLE Online Pass. Learn more at www.mcle.org slash online pass. That's even a little bit better than using the free Dropbox app or even, I think, the Files app. And that's what I call file managers or PDF managers. Now, here are the top three that I typically see people talking about. Adobe does have one as well. I'll address that here in just a moment. But in my mind right now, because I've worked with many of these, PDF Expert probably still reigns supreme. I'm going to show this to you here in just a moment. But what these, what these apps do is not only allow you to pull and store documents locally on your iPad on inside these apps, but they will also allow you to access this cloud-based storage services that we've been talking about. They will additionally allow you to annotate PDF files. So I'll show you that here in just a moment. What's great about PDF Expert and all of these actually is that even uh, in light of their name, they will allow you to view almost any file type, a picture, even a Word document, an Excel spreadsheet. You can't edit a Word document inside one of these apps, but you can access it. So that's why I think of it as more of a, of a general uh, file manager. Uh, here's a screenshot of PDF Expert, but why don't I even do one better here? Let me go out of my presentation and I'm going to pull up PDF Expert. You can see I've got several PDF file managers that I use on a daily basis, but I still continue to love uh, PDF Expert for a variety of reasons. I'm just going to quickly show you some of the reasons why on here. First of all, let me just point out on the left side, the left panel over here. It starts off at the very top, create PDF, but then it has my files. These are the files that are locally stored on my iPad. And then underneath there, you can see there's recent files, but then there are several connections underneath there. You see that? There's PDF Expert iCloud. There is computer. Literally, I could, I could share uh, uh, files from a computer. And then if you look underneath that, there is my Dropbox account. And then there's a box account, and then there's a OneDrive account, and then there's even a web dev server, which is something I was working with uh, for a law firm. I could add multiple connections here from a variety of different locations so that I could access those files from here with inside PDF Expert. Now, why is PDF Expert so great? Because PDF Expert typically gives me more capabilities for doing uh, for organizing my files. For example, I can color code them, as you can see that I've got on here. I can tap and hold on a file and move it around to a different section, but I could also select a file. And now if you look on the left panel, I have a multitude of options, of things that I can do, tasks that I can do with these files. I can copy it. I can move it. I can rename it. I can duplicate it, I can delete it, I can attach it to an email, I can upload it somewhere, I can share it some other way. You get the idea, right? In other words, I could, I could actually select multiple PDFs and combine all those PDFs. I could copy one file and paste it into a different folder. I could make a copy of a file, which I do routinely if I have a clean version of a, 
an opinion that I want to read, I'll have a clean version and I'll make a duplicate so that I have a marked up version, right? That kind of a thing. I can do all of that with inside PDF Expert here and it just works out great. The last thing quickly that I love about the file management capabilities is the third item from the top under my files. It's called synced folders. So what's great about this is that I can go inside PDF Expert, I could jump to my Dropbox service and I could access the files there, but I can go one better. I can go into my Dropbox inside PDF Expert and I can say, I wanna synchronize this folder from Dropbox locally to my iPad. So if you notice the third item there is iPad documents. That is a folder that's stored in my Dropbox account, but I've got it synchronizing now down here to my local iPad inside PDF Expert. And you can see that because all of the folders and files have a little green circle on them with a little white check mark on it. So hopefully you can watch this as I, as I go through. If I wanted to download one of these files, I would simply just tap on it. Let me get this fascia red grave here. And you can see just like that, it doesn't take any time because again, I'm connected to Wi-Fi and it downloads it here. Now, once I'm inside PDFX, but I'm just gonna show you some of the tools that I have from the annotation capability. I can just simply take my Apple Pencil or even just my finger. I can highlight text. I can mark it up by circling something. I can change things. I mean, there's all kinds of things that you can do obviously here within this PDF expert annotating the PDF. But here's the last thing I wanna show you that when I close out of this PDF file inside PDF expert, and I'm simply gonna tap the little um, left arrow in the upper left corner of the screen. When I tap that, it goes back. And if you watch right there now, it is actually uploading those changes that I just made to this PDF back into Dropbox. If you'll watch here, there'll be a, well, it's already done now. <laughs> it was a little blue status bar that was started across, but this file isn't very big, so it didn't take very long. But now it's updated. Now if I go to that same file inside Dropbox on my computer or at dropbox.com, all of the changes are now updated there. In other words, I've got it constantly synchronizing down to my lap, to my iPad. Now, when I show this to people, the next question they typically ask is, well, why can't I just synchronize all my Dropbox? <laughs> typically because you have so much information inside your Dropbox or your OneDrive that it would, it, you, it, it would, uh, it, the iPad wouldn't have enough storage space on it. And frankly, I tell people, you don't need to synchronize your entire Dropbox folder, which is great because you've got all those folders stored up there in Dropbox. You only need to synchronize maybe the five uh, current matters that you're dealing with or you know the meeting folder so you can have direct and local access to those files on your iPad on there. So there's a lot more that goes on with PDF Expert or some of the other apps. I'll just bring that up real quick. Where, where was I here? Yeah, PDF Expert, Goodreader is another excellent one. iAnnotate is another excellent one. Now, if you want to get some uh, recent updates uh, and reviews of both PDF Expert 7 and Goodreader version 5, iPhone JD, it's our good friend, um, Jeff Richardson, who practices down in New Orleans. He runs a fantastic blog, theiphonejd.com, and you can get some more information about those devices. Now, for Android devices, just quickly wanted to throw this up there. Here are a couple of apps that are very similar in what they can do, but obviously they are 
designed for the Android uh, devices instead of the iOS. Uh, quickly, just wanted to mention, as I promised, Adobe Acrobat Reader. There's a free app available for iOS devices and for Android devices. Um, people say, well, this is free. Why can't I use that? You can, but you're going to be limited unless you have a subscription <laughs> to the document cloud, Adobe's document cloud or Acrobat DC, right? So some of you may already have that. Certainly, if you are a, pro a legal professional that you're dealing with PDFs all the time, it makes sense to invest in a full-featured um, Adobe Acrobat subscription. I think the pro is maybe about $15 a month. It may be a little uh, higher or lower now. But once you do have a subscription to Acrobat Document Cloud, then you can use the Adobe Acrobat Reader or the Acrobat apps on your iPhone and iPad as well and pretty much get access to all of the same functionality that I was just showing you within PDF Expert there. Okay, so moving on now from just accessing the cloud, I'm probably gonna jump back and forth and reference that a lot, but I have a lot of people that still ask me, wait a minute, I don't have my files in the cloud, but I've got files that are stored on my computer, right? Or on a network server or something like that at the firm. How can I get those files over to my iPad? Well, something I wanna just show you quickly that a lot of us are probably familiar with uh, well, at least the process, but you may not know that it's available today on, the, on an iPhone, but you now do have the capability to access a USB external drive or a thumb drive or a flash drive from your phone. Now, it's a little weird how this works because um, it's by the use of an adapter that's not meant for this. It was actually, it's called the camera adapter. So I've got it on the screen there if you wanted to look into this. It's a camera adapter. It's meant for uh, photographers that were taking pictures and they wanted to connect their camera to their iPad. They could use this camera adapter and connect it and like look at all the pictures on their iPad. Well, now you can use this for your iPhone. This works with any lightning capable iPhone. You simply just plug one in into the bottom of the iPhone in the lightning port and then you have a USB port in the other end of it and you can plug in a thumb drive and you can access those files inside the files app on iPhone. Now, if you have a recent iPad, if you have a very recent iPad that doesn't have a lightning port, many of them do, but the most recent iPads, if you, if your iPad still has a lightning port, you can just use that same, the same adapter works just fine for the iPad as well. But if you have a very recent one, Apple has changed the port to what they call a USB-C adapter. It's a little bit different than the Lightning port. But now uh, uh, companies like SanDisk and Samsung and those are making flash drives or thumb drives with that USB-C adapter. So you can just plug it directly straight into the iPad, which is really a pretty amazing. So you can move files back and forth that way. But there's a couple of other ways that you can copy or move files from your computer to your iPad. And the most, uh, the easiest way that we've been doing this for years is through the iTunes software. And we're all familiar with doing this because we've been doing this for a while. In fact, if you had an old iPod, it didn't have internet connectivity. So how did you get music under the iPod? You would buy the music on your computer, right? And then you would plug the iPod into your computer and you would copy the music over to the iPod. In a similar fashion, you can plug your iPad or your iPhone into a Windows computer and the iTunes software will pop up 
and gives you, if you look over on the left side there, there's an option in iTunes called file sharing. And that will allow you to copy files from your computer to your iPad and vice versa. Now this still works on Windows computers. If you have a Mac computer, Apple has done away with the iTunes software. But if you have a Windows computer, uh, I have my own blog as well that you can go and get a little bit more information and watch how this is done at appsinlaw.com. I did a video on uh, when they updated iTunes a couple of years ago now, how to, how to copy the files. However, I have found something even a little bit better today that I think doesn't matter if you're on Windows or if you are on Mac, there is a piece of software that I have really come to treasure called iMazing. And it's really amazing. iMazing, iMazing.com. You can go look at it, download a trial version if you wanted to uh, get a chance to do this. But not only does it allow you to do local backups or create local backups on your computer of your devices, which is good to do in addition to the iCloud backup, it allows you to move files back and forth between the iPhone, iPad, and your computer. It allows you to make copy music over there. It allows you to copy pictures back and forth, which is great because people always get upset when your iCloud storage is full, right? Because all your pictures are on your phone. You can copy them off of your phone onto your computer and then clear up some of your iCloud storage space. But there's one thing in addition to all of these fantastic features that it does that people always ask me about, and that is how can I preserve and export text messages off of my phone? Now, iMazing only works with iPhones and iPads. It doesn't work with Android devices, but the software you download and install on your Windows computer, your Mac computer, and then you plug in the iPhone or the iPad to your computer. But iMazing, in addition to doing backups, will allow you to generate wonderfully formatted text message conversations. I get this question all the time in eDiscovery today because that's really where the evidence lies, right? It used to be just email, 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 and it still is for the most part, but today it's all people want to know how to, how to download text messages off of their phone, either for your own use or if you have a client that you need to get their text messages off. And it does a beautiful job of putting it into a PDF file or something along those lines. Uh, so you, anyway, I made a, another video on my apps and law blog if you want to go and look a little bit more about iAmazing. So let's switch to Microsoft Office. We've gone through and talked about this. I know this is, you know, on top of PDF files or just general file management, Microsoft Office and the individual apps are probably one of the main places that people are going to be getting work done. Microsoft has done a fantastic job, <laughs> I think, over the last few years of um, offering all of their software and apps for all devices. Uh, in fact, I remember in 2014, I was speaking on the stage at the ABA Tech Show about, at that time, how to create and edit Word documents on your iPad. And it was going to be a long hour session because Microsoft didn't have an official app, and we had to use all these other workarounds to be able to get access to Word documents on the iPad. But just that day, that very day, Microsoft had a press conference in New York <laughs> And they announced Microsoft Word for iPad. Up to that time, they were not offering it because if you recall, they were selling their own quote tablet, right? With the Microsoft Surface. But they've come around to this idea now that we don't care what device you use, as long as you're using our software, we want to use their software because that's what we use. But now they have done a fantastic job of integrating 
all of their apps into the iOS ecosystem, not just for iOS. Thank you.